Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. I've had great luck out here, but, you know, I've been working at it for probably five years, so it's been a while. I was very lucky when I got Lizzie McGuire and then the show started becoming pretty popular, and it was really cool to see that everybody liked it. And doing the movies and stuff, it's just a great learning experience. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business. The Vault opens now. What is up, everybody? Why are you already laughing, Scott? What is so funny? I just, I just feel like it's, I feel like whatever is on the way, the the life is on the way to us. The humor is on the way to us. I can just feel it. This we receive it. Episode. It's gonna be a great one. We speak it into existence. Uh, if you couldn't <laughs> tell by now, this is clearly the Vault by Access Hollywood because this is what we do here. I'm Zuri Hall, and I'm Scott Evans. And today we are going to be talking about a true throwback. She is an actor, writer, producer, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur. If you watch the Disney Channel like I did at any point during the early 2000s, the aughts, I think, are what they're called. Have you ever heard the the early 2000s called the aughts, the early aughts? No, I just thought like you ought to be saying 2000. I like what you did yeah. there. I do like oh. that. I, I wanted to leave you hanging, but it was a good pun. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Well, we're talking about the one and only Hillary Duff. Lizzie McGuire was my jam. I'm not going to lie. not going to lie. I was a big fan. I have never interviewed her, which I would say is kind of surprising considering the fact that, you know, we've both been in this industry mm-hmm. for so many years now, but... Um, she kind of went dark for quite a yeah. few years, right? Like she kind of went out of the spotlight um, and took family. some personal time to herself to grow her family, do all that stuff, which now that I think about it kind of overlapped with most of my beginning years in entertainment news. Have you ever talked to her? I have. In New York, I interviewed her, um, I think really about uh, her comeback, like mm-hmm. her her coming back to um, entertainment um, out of, you know, kind of, I don't want to say stepping out of the, the parent or family life, but really adding back, you know, the entertainment um, work. Yeah. Um, but you you can't, like we just were talking about, you can't really separate Hillary Duff and Lizzie McGuire. Like you can't pretend like Hillary Duff didn't give us Lizzie McGuire. Right. Like a Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana moment. Yeah, like I don't care how many foam fingers you got, Miley Cyrus is still gonna be Hannah Montana. You were Hannah Montana. Like, and that's not a bad thing. I don't mean that like she not can't escape. I'm just saying like it was it was a moment. So her show ran from 2001 to 2004. Can you believe it? Really, only had I think what two seasons? No, it had to be more than two. 
65 episodes. I mean, it was a Disney show. So like one season was like a year and a half. Like a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it it was, you would think that that was like a, a show that ran for five or 10 years based on how popular one yeah. it was and how you can't, you still remember the whole right. scenario. So uh, during the, the peak Lizzie McGuire mania, there was a movie release. Do you remember people losing their minds over like, the Disney show crossover movie situation. I remember the movie, but when you say crossover show, what do you mean? Oh, just the fact like the that the show's show became crossing over a movie. Yeah, yeah like no, exactly. High School Musical, one of those people. And, you know, Hannah For Montana, sure. like the Jonas mm-hmm. Brothers, like the kid. When the, when the movies came out, it was like, oh, we really popping. Right, right, right. So we caught up with Hillary in 2003. She was doing press for the movie. Listen to what she had to say when we were asking her about the shift from the small screen to the big screen and what the success of the show was meaning to her back then. I can't say I wasn't nervous. I knew I could do it because I'm so, you know, connected with Lizzie McGuire. I'm just her, you know what I mean? I've done it for two years on the TV show, so I wasn't... I wasn't doubting myself that I couldn't do it, but I was just nervous to make, you know, to go onto the big screen with Liz McGuire because we were just on the Disney Channel, you know. But um, it was really cool to get to make the movie with pretty much everyone from the TV show and to make it in Rome was really exciting too. Now, do you get um, at all bothered by, I know that even here people call you Lizzie. And does that, when people yell out Lizzie, do you just go with it? Or do you have, do you ever say, it's Hillary? It's weird, I feel like my name is like, Lizzie Hillary or Hillary Lizzie or something, you know, because I'm so used to if someone yells Lizzie, me to be like, you know, it's just, it's just automatically, it's, and, or if someone says Hillary, it's like, you know, and I actually, I am Lizzie McGuire, you know, that's what people know me as. Um, people, actually, people my age and maybe a little bit younger, they really know me as Hillary, and younger, younger kids know me as Lizzie, so. How do you balance being a kid? I mean, you're still a kid, even though you're 15, right? You're about yeah. to be 16. Um, do you have time for that or is that important to you or do you just feel like you're, I know you don't feel like you're missing out because no. I've heard you say that before yeah um, I don't feel like I'm missing out at all I feel like it's a big trade-off and um, I, I love to work I can't I can't say it enough I truly do and um, I do I do see my friends all the time actually when I'm not working I'm like you know forget this, I'm going with my friends, you know, and we just hang out, and I'm going to see them tonight, and um, they totally understand, you know, my schedule and stuff, which is cool that I have understanding friends, and um, I'm normal, so. Aww. When she was like, oh, the younger kids know me as da 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 I was like, well, first of all, I was 15, and I was watching <laughs> So not the intended hindsight, audience. Like, you are not the well, intended, not audience. intended audience. <laughs> Ooh, I have to like rethink my whole everything now. 2003, when we did this interview, I was 15 years old and all about Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. Who were they catering to? This is news to me. Were they Listen, talking to kids? I mean, I guess, I guess she just imagined, you know, the 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 Lizzie McGuire toys and all that kind of stuff. I don't think she wasn't playing a 15 year old, was she? No, I kind of feel like it, it was like a junior high moment, right? Yeah. Okay. 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 
So that would All make right. sense. I'm going to unpack this later. I still feel some type of way yeah. about it a little bit. Like, I don't when is, when is the next therapy session? You need to Honestly, God, God, it's tonight. As soon as we wrap. <laughs> right on time. I had to therapy. <laughs> Triggered. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> well, I loved hearing that clip. I mean, I do love Hillary Duff. I admire Lizzie McGuire. It was my jam. And she was only 15. Her star was really starting to shine brightly. And she sang the theme song, didn't she? Mm -hmm. For Lizzie McGuire. That was her. It kind of set the scene for the fact that we got so much music from her immediately after the show skyrocketed her to fame. She kind yeah. of was able to use that as a springboard to become a, a recording artist in her own right. Listen, she was talking about being called Lizzie, right? And answering to Lizzie, is that, does that bother you? Mm -hmm. Are you, how do you feel about that? Because she, you, it would have been one of those roles, one of those times in her life where her character was like who we knew her as, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I, it just makes me think of like how I still think of Angela Bassett as Tina Turner. Like to, to this day, yeah. Like when they said the that Ike Turner had died, I mm -hmm. only saw Lawrence Fishburne and I was like, dang. Good night, Scott. And it Why? took my mom to tell me, she was like, no, 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 the real Ike. I was like, oh. the actual Ike Turner. Lawrence oh, is good. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. That's just how closely you link. I'm one of those people. I will shout Rachel Green at Jennifer <laughs> Aniston on a regular basis on accident. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Rachel and Jen, I can separate. The Rachel, like the hairstyle is always going to be that for me. But I almost literally said Lizzie instead of Hillary. <laughs> Hillary and Lizzie for me, that's one where it's like, I don't know, catch me slipping on any given day. If I'm a little bit tired, you might get a Lizzie moment because they are still so synonymous. I was actually really excited about the Disney Plus revival. Remember they were going to bring back Lizzie McGuire and Hillary was returning, which was yep. exciting. And she mm -hmm. was going to be, you know, this older, more mature Lizzie. And in the end, it ultimately got canceled due to creative differences. And if I recall correctly, I remember Hillary saying she was disappointed. She wanted to do it. But I loved Hillary's perspective because she was like, I want to do it, but I want to be authentic to who Lizzie would be as a 30 something year old woman and mom who's lived a life. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want to Disney-fy a grown woman's truth, basically. Right. And apparently, allegedly, I guess, Disney was trying to hear all that. They wanted the rain to still be falling down and the little cartoon to pop up and then walk across the screen. Are you on, baby? Listen, before I sing this whole song, what do you say we take a break? I think that's a great idea. Because I'm going to sing it the whole break. I just want you to know. <laughs> Let the rain fall Oh my God, please. Break, break, break. Well, Scott's still singing, but we're back from break. So I'm just sitting here with that. As we move forward in today's episode, we got to throw it back to 2007. Lizzie McGuire wrapped back in 2004, and Hillary kept herself super busy in that time. She was popping up in so many family comedies that were really successful, actually. Remember Agent Cody Banks? Yes. Cheaper by the Dozen 1 yes. and 2. Lest Deuce. We Forget, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. A Cinderella Story, classic, so mm -hmm. many more. Uh, during this time, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, Hillary also released three studio albums and launched her first clothing line. Not going to lie, missed this memo. Stuff. Wait, but hit him with the name of the clothing line. Hit him with the name of the clothing line. Stuff by Hillary Duff. Run it back one more time for the people who missed it. 
Right. So what they were thinking was it could be called stuff by Hillary Duff. By Hillary Duff. You see what they did there? They said you gotta think about it a little bit. They said, Why don't you'll you come miss by it. this you'll miss stuff. What they did. <laughs> come by this stuff from Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Uh she clearly had a lot on her plate. I don't know how long stuff by Hillary Duff still for sale was. at Coles right now. You can find Stop it right it. now. But it does you seem can... like a Coles collaboration, doesn't yes. it? A little JCPenney action. 100%. Love JCPenney moment. That's all mm-hmm. I lived in for the first eight years of my life. Shout out to JCP. Um, stuff by Hillary Duff. So that was the thing that she went to. Access sat down with Hillary in 2007 and asked her all about her success and how she was able to juggle all of it. Because remember, she's still really young when you think about it. Because again, this is the child star. Uh, this is what she talked about. I think that, you know, it has to do with people that I surround myself with and my friends and um, I guess, you know, people that I work with and and keeping a focus on what is important to me, you know, and um, I don't, I don't know, I've been really lucky and, and I think I'm a pretty normal person outside of my not so normal job and I love everything I do, you know, if it's my fragrance or my clothing line and acting and singing and touring and writing, you know, all those things are, are things that I love and, and that I don't want to live without. So I guess that I try and juggle my time and sacrifice a little bit of a personal life, you know, for lots of work, but work that I enjoy. But at such a young age, it's so hard to like, you know. And I've been working for such a long time, you yeah. know, that it doesn't feel like I definitely don't feel like a kid when I work, but um, you know when I when I kind of like disconnect from everything, I still feel like a twenty-year-old. You know what yeah. I mean? So, but when I go to work during the day, it's not like I'm like, oh god, I'm so stressed out juggling all these things, and how do I stay normal? And how do I, do, you know, it's not really. I have a lot of people that help me stay on track, and and they get to stress out about schedules and not me. And and sometimes I can just show up, you know, and other times I can be more hands-on, which takes more time, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I guess I don't really. F- I feel like I've been doing it for a long time, so it just is easy, you know. How do you deal with all the attention? I know there. You know, um, in Hollywood, there's a lot of pressure, at least in the in the weight category. And I know, like, you went from you know you're growing up in the spotlight, and and there was a time where you got you know a little thin, and people were starting to say things in the press. How do you deal with that? It's funny because they say <clears throat> they said things before, you know, like. Oh my gosh, she's gained weight, and then yeah. I lose weight, and then it's oh my gosh, she's lost too much weight, and I think they know more about myself than I. I mean, I think they know more about me than I know about me. Sometimes, you know, they notice like someone's gained three pounds, someone's lost ten pounds, someone. Mm-hmm. It's just like what? How do you? Some doctor that has not, you know, <laughs> done this with this person, like looks at it, and this is their observation. It's just crazy. So I think that when you just laugh about it and you don't let it affect you, and it's easier said than done, definitely, you know, because it hurts your feelings and it gets to you, and we're just human. So when the whole world is focusing in on if, they don't, if someone doesn't like your outfit, you know, or you have a breakout on your face, you know, it's just, it's just attention in all the wrong places, and it's really negative, and um, I guess if you can just, just avoid it and... and, and make yourself happy, you know, which is tough sometimes, but that's how I kind of try and stay, keep my mindset like that, you know, like that stuff doesn't phase me. 
I think that's a very healthy perspective to have, especially considering they can still a teenager, right? 2007, mm-hmm. she's probably like somewhere between 19 and 20. Um, what really strikes me certainly seems like she's five years into the game now. Like at that point, there, there's a poise about her. There's a maturity. Um, there's an eloquence when she speaks that um, makes it very clear uh, that what she said is true. She's like, you know, when I'm on these sets, I don't feel like a kid. She doesn't sound like one either. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's a testament to, I would assume, the right team around you, probably also your support group personally, that after five years um, of just going nonstop, not only did she not burn out, not only did we not see like the typical, you know, cliche meltdown mm-hmm. ever from her, mm-hmm. but that she worked consistently. And then when she decided she needed to take a step back, she took a step back and then she came back. That is so reasonable and what you would think is what is normal. And yet the opposite is usually what happens when you think about child stars. Yeah. She rihanna it. She rihanna it. You know what I mean? She said, here's my, here, I'm going I'm to hit you hard mm-hmm. for a number of years. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. go figure out what I want to do next. And, y'all and when I come back, I'm gonna, y'all still going to want it. You still going to want <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. We're going to want it more. Yeah. Where's R9? Where's R9? Will we ever see it? No, you know, don't, that's the question. I don't think I don't, so, but we, we're not supposed to so. ask her more. We got to leave her alone. We got to give Mm-mm. her space. I'm going to ask okay? her every time I see her, <laughs> but I'm just going to ask her without saying R9, you know. Right, Your first right, love, right. would you say it was music? <laughs> remember, you know, remember the music? <laughs> remember the music? But I mean, the, the, the cool thing, the cool thing about, this is why I love the vault. This is why I love going back, what feels like going back in time with some of our favorite celebrities, some of our favorite stories that we never, you know, some of our favorite people with stories we never heard is that you, you get to see her perspective has always kind of been like, you can't, you got to do your best to not let all of this other outside stuff affect you because what you love to do is the thing that you're working on, right? What you love Mm -hmm. to do um, is create. And, and as long as you are creating things, you are proud of creating continue to create those things. And then when those priorities change, be comfortable enough with saying, okay, Mm -hmm. my priorities have shifted. And so you can, you can tell that she's got that kind of energy, you know, even, even back then and like deciding on projects that really sparked her interest and her joy and, or that shared Mm -hmm. a kind of message that she supported and could rally behind. It's funny because like, as we close out our Hillary Duff throwback episode, I want to jump to 2015 after uh, Hillary's 2007 album, Dignity. She took a bit of a hiatus from music, right? She also spent mm-hmm. the next eight years taking on smaller roles and indie movies uh, and TV and kind of stayed out of the, the major, major spotlight. Now, this is also before, think about like how popular and how well-known she was without the help of Instagram without the help of mm-hmm. any kind of social media, right? Like this was like, it was like newspapers, papers, blogs and her her work. Like that's what yeah. was out yeah. there, right? And so we sat down with her while she was doing a press tour for her new album, Breathe In, Breathe Out, to talk about her time away and where she was in her life at this point, particularly when she thought about Lizzie McGuire. We know, we always bring it back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Take a listen. It was a, a kind of a scary decision to make at, at a young age, you know, and being so successful and you know, I was just coming off of a, a world tour, uh, but had really been touring for about four years and put records out back to back to back. And um, I was just ready for a break, really, really needing a break, needing to do some soul searching and some growing on my own outside of, 
you know, being, uh, you know, um, who I was to everyone, you know, it was, it was just a lot. And I enjoyed, obviously, the whole process and was so grateful for it and was like, and I need to go breathe, you know? <laughs> I'm going to take this time right now for myself. Yeah, and everyone thought I was crazy and was like, how oh, can you do this, you yeah, know? Yeah, you you're... way on top. Yeah, and so that was, that was a hard thing, but I'm really happy I did it just for, you know, who I am now and what I learned in the process and, you know, life stuff that, I, you know, obviously I have an amazing child. I got married in that time, and um, I think that over the course of, like, the past three years, I just feel like I have a lot to say, so it was a good time to, to put a record out and um, to find that old part of myself again, but, you know, mix it with, with, uh, with everything that I've done in that in that you know, big chunk of time that was probably not meant to be so long, but I was like chilling, enjoying myself, <laughs> living. Are. Yeah. I'm going to relax a bit. Yeah. And I, life a little bit. I didn't, I, mean, I think any mom will tell you becoming a mom, you're not relaxing. I don't think I've like <laughs> sat down in three years, but, um, but so all, all good stuff, you know, some tough stuff. And, and I really, I wanted to, to make a record and, and, and do that again. It felt like the right time. Uh, now you told the LA times that, uh, you had, you had gone through a time where you hated, you hated it. You'd gone through a time where you'd hated it and felt like if one more person called me Lizzie McGuire, I was going to snap. <laughs> was, I mean, at that time, were you feeling kind of boxed in by the Lizzie McGuire thing or, or what? Um, I'm not sure when I said that, but um, <laughs> it sounds pretty angsty, pretty teenager angsty. <laughs> right. um, yeah, it was, it was, um, now I feel different about it. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like totally at peace with it. Obviously, I'm... I'm really grateful for being on that show, yeah. and, and um, that show means so much to so many people and touched them, I think, in, in a time of their life where they really needed that show mm -hmm. or needed to have that character to relate to, you know? Um, so I'm happy I got to be me because I really feel like we were kind of the same person at that time. Really? Totally, yeah. Like, the writers would come and be like, hey, what's going on with your friends? What are you guys <laughs> fighting about? What are you dealing with? What are you, th you know, and like... I got to pick all the wardrobe for that show. You know, it was like a lot of me in there. Um, but yeah, it got annoying being called Lizzie everywhere I went. I bet. Really, and it still can get under my skin sometimes. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that was over 12 years ago, you know? But now I, I can just laugh about it. And I think that was a big reason I went into music, was to just be like, I don't want to be called that anymore. And I don't want to do that anymore. And mm -hmm. I'm me, and I'm Hillary, and you know? Um, but... Now I'm, it is, I'm, I'm at peace with it, <laughs> you know? Mm. Mm. Baby Scott, baby Hillary. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, new, it was, new, um. New, new to the access scene, breaking news. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a five minute interview, like a very quick thing on something she was working on. And then it became like we, I think we talked for like 20 minutes. Oh, um, wow. It was like a, yeah, it was like a, it was a really good conversation and she was really open and honest. Right. And she was like, I don't know yeah. where you pulled that quote from, but I mean, it definitely sounds like something I said. <laughs> <laughs> I probably said it. I don't know. I mean, I probably said, I probably said it. If you think about it, I probably said it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it was like a, it was, you know, she was coming back and kind of a multi-hyphenate scenario it wasn't mm -hmm. just music that she was doing it wasn't just film she was doing it wasn't just tv she was doing i think she was also doing like um she was producing and really wanting to kind of spread her wings creatively mm -hmm. and so yeah i mean it, it i always thought it was i just always think it's cool when you meet 
someone who has had incredible success as a young person and has still managed in their adulthood to be what what feels like or seems like a well-adjusted, um, yeah. uh, thoughtful human. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Because yeah. we know what sometimes the success can do and, and how it can warp a person's personality, especially when it happens early or when it happens mm-hmm. in extreme. Yeah. Yeah. We, and it was certainly both for her, right? Yeah. Very early on in extreme fame um, at an early age. One thing that I think is important to know is, you know, Hillary found her way back to the screen, right? It's interesting that when she was talking to you in that sit down, she, she acknowledges that music was a way to step outside of and away mm-hmm. from this character that everyone was so in love with and so obsessed with. But this is where she could just be Hillary Duff. There was no Lizzie McGuire. And I think what's really cool is that she has been able to find her way back to the screen in a way that honors her adult self. Um, she's playing an adult woman with adult problems mm-hmm. in the the television series Younger. Um, and I remember when it when I first heard about the show, I was like, oh, okay, I'm about to see Lizzie McGuire all grown up. Right. Which apparently annoyed <laughs> the hell out of her. Uh, I say that jokingly, but it was cool to see her um, our age now, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Listen, like I said, she was one of my first interviews at Access, so there will always be a special place in my heart for uh, Hillary Duff Um, you know, for, for sure. For sure. sure. Shout out to Duff. Let me go find some vintage stuff by Hillary Duff. Let me go on eBay, see if I can I'm get on a little, eBay right now. Little something, I already got it. Some leggings. And something. I already got it. That's what I want for my oh, birthday, no. Scott. Okay. Is that what you want for your birthday? Yeah. Stuff by Hillary Dove. I, I got you. Vintage. It looks, I got a Terry Cloth tracksuit right here. With okay. Your on that note, thank you it. so much for listening to the Vol by Access Hollywood. I'm leaving all of my Terry Cloth tracksuits in the early 2000s. We'll see y'all on the next episode of Vol by Access Hollywood. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you in the next one. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rudder, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share. One. Two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.